0: Jay, how's it going?
1: It's going great, Joe. How are you, you
0: holding up here on the podcast?
1: Oh man, you know, I'm I'm getting a little tired. It's been a long road trip, so if you followed us for episodes one and two, we went from Duluth and followed along the Scenic, scenic Drive for mm-hmm. episode one, and then we went from, let's see, we went from outside of Two Harbors to Camp 61 in Beaver Bay for episode two.
0: I think your sugar's just wearing off maybe after lunch from... <laughs> From the candy shop in episode one, but we've had a lot of fun so far. We've seen some beautiful things. It's an amazing day here on the North Shore, and we're just going to keep cruising along.
1: Yep. We've left Beaver Bay. We're going to kind of bypass Silver Bay, and we'll get to that because we're going to double back to Silver Bay in episode four. So for this episode, we are going to go from outside Silver Bay, and we are going to drive all the way up to Grand Marais today.
0: Okay. Sounds like a great day on the North Shore.
1: I know, and it's a very nice day again. Oh, Sun is shining.
0: I feel like getting out and hiking a little bit. Is that an option?
1: That's very easy. In fact, our first stop we're going to go to today is Palisade Head. Nice. Alright, so let's get to it. Hey Jay. Hey Joe.
0: I feel like doing some exploring.
1: Oh, that sounds like fun.
0: Let's hit the road, see where we end up.
1: This is Explore the North Shore with Joe and Jay. Alright, so Palisade Head is a large Lake Superior cliff and the rock of Palisade Head, it's over a billion year old rock that was formed from a rhyolitic lava flow. So the flow formed both Palisade Head and Shovel Point, which is just beyond it. Have you been to either of these yet? I have. Okay. Womp. Oh,
0: no! (laughs) But I'm so anxious.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the highest point of Palisade Head is 300 feet above lake level. It is a very popular rock climbing area now. It is. So have you ever rock climbed?
0: You know I haven't, but I know uh, somebody that comes here every opportunity that they get, which is like more than 100 days a year. probably wow. Yeah.
1: I believe somebody also slacklined in this area at one point.
0: Huh? That's right. Yeah, that's s- where that was.
1: Seems terrifying. So there is day use. You do not need a permit to come in here. But there is no camping and no overnight parking.
0: Okay. Here it is. Gosh, you can see this is one of the most scenic views of the Big Lake that I've ever seen on the shore when I pulled off. And that's at a lot of places, being that I drive this road many times. And uh, this is about as good as it gets. It's pretty much a must stop. I've got a story about one time when I was up here, as a matter of fact. My friend from New Mexico, Albuquerque, came out, and he had stayed for a whole week, and been up the Gunflint Trail and Pike Lake, and he had been here for a whole week. And when we pulled off here on the way back to catch the bus in Duluth, showed him this. This was his favorite. He said (laughs) this was the most beautiful thing he'd seen in the whole week. And, And he had been appreciating everything up to that point, too, so... It's pretty much a must stop.
1: Yes. And it's a quick one. You can pull off. You drive all the way up. If the gates are open, you can drive all the way up. Park. And um, yeah, it's it's just, there's a nice stone ledge, you know, barrier between Mm -hmm. you and the cliff. I'm afraid of heights. So I personally stay here. I do not cross over. Is that why you're clutching (laughs) on my arm, digging into my arm? You might have some fingernail bruises (laughs) later. Uh, And then over past it, you can see shovel Point. so that shovel point down there, that. If you want a quick, easy hike, that one is very easy, very quick, takes like five minutes. I don't know if that's true. I was quite young last time I did it, which probably makes it seem like it was shorter. Mm. But it's quick. It's easy. Nice one to do if you're looking for something to do. And then you get a nice view of Palisade Head from the other side. So as opposed to being on Palisade Head. I have a fun story about Palisade Head okay. too. Yeah, and that is if you've ever seen the movie *The Good Son*, Macaulay Culkin gets dropped from what? Palisade Head. What? So, I haven't, but I'm going to yeah. go
0: watch it tonight.
1: He had a. He, he, they joked when that happened that if you die in a movie, it's the death of your career, and that actually kind of did affect his career for many years. So well, he, he did have a uh, well, Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, Yeah, so that movie starred uh, Elijah Wood. Wow. And when I was a kid, they were filming it up here. And (laughs) back then, he wasn't anybody famous, so I didn't think anything of it. And then, Mm. of course, years later, he starred in the Lord of the Rings movies. There you go. So I I wish I could go back in time and have gotten a picture or something. But (laughs) yeah, So if you want a great movie, not all of the movie was filmed up here. I believe it was just a few scenes plus the scene where Macaulay Culkin falls off the cliff.
0: Who's the good son, Elijah Wood?
1: Technically, Elijah Wood is not the son. He's the nephew. And McCloy Culkin is this evil demon child who tries to kill his sister. Mm-hmm. And then his mom drops him off a cliff. Okay. I just gave away the whole movie plotline, but well, trust me, it doesn't matter.
0: In that case, thanks.
1: You see, now my night is freed up
0: to do more fun things on the North
1: Shore. I don't even know how easily accessible that movie is these days, so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to head back into the car and head up to my personal favorite spot on the North Shore, which is one many people know about, but not many people go to, and I think they should. See you soon. So now we are heading towards, well, we're very close to the town of Schroeder, but we're actually going to turn over here really quickly into, it's it's listed as, I think, a safe harbor. But what it really is, is the town of Taconite Harbor.
0: The town of?
1: The town of.
0: I always think of it as, like, the old energy plant.
1: It's a big plant, but back in the 1950s, during the height of the uh, Erie Mining Company was the company that ran Knight Harbor, uh, they decided to build an entire town to house their employees and they brought in, I think it was 20 to somewhere around 25, something like that, um, these pastel, single level, cute, night straight out of the 1950s, there was a tree lined street and it was basically two streets lined with houses, they also had a fire hall, a community center, a playground, baseball field, basketball field, tennis courts, At one point, 75 kids called Taconite Harbor What? No
0: way. I had no idea this was... So Taconite Harbor was the name of the town?
1: Taconite Harbor is the name of the plant, but they called the town. It was actually technically a a community within Schroeder. Okay. So it wasn't its own town, but it was known as the town of Taconite Harbor. But then, you know, the tides changed in the 80s and people kind of... What started off as this picturesque, almost like perfect, idealistic, nineteen mm-hmm. fifties, again pastel tree lined neighborhood, mm-hmm. started becoming a little overwhelmed with the um, the dust plus the noise pollution from the plant. It just got. Hold on, we have a fly. <laughs> You're free. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We are legitimately in the car, everybody, just just in case you're wondering. This is real time. (laughs) This is happening. Okay, so again, by 1986, people started to leave. Erie Mining Company decided to stop supporting the town.
0: Mm.
1: People started trickling out, and eventually they said in 1990 that for a dollar, you could buy one of the houses. Wow. catch was, you had to pick it up,
0: take it out of town. Okay.
1: A lot of those ended up in Silver Bay. Hmm. And a few ended up in just lots that people bought along the shoreline. And in 1991, the last of the buildings was removed from the town, so there are no buildings left there. Okay. But to this day, there are streetlights. There are what? you can see the two roads. It's it's kind of this interesting. Uh, there's a documentary that was made a few years ago. It's like shows what life would be like with people not around anymore. And you can almost see that firsthand. I mean, people still visit there. You can still go there. But you can see the remnants of the street. And I mean, it's been, let me see, 1990 hmm. since somebody's lived there. And you can see how much of it has been taken back by nature. So this was it. This was, you can still see the lines in the road right here. Yep. And as you can see, most of the road's gone. This street was a light. road through town? This was the main road through town. There's two roads, one goes this way, and one goes this way. So they run parallel.
0: Deep holes over there. Yep, so
1: that's where I think, so you, you'll see elements of obviously life, like this was where people lived. There used to be multiple street lights. one currently still stands, and that is what you'll wanna look for if you're gonna come and check this place out, is that one street light. The road, the the right half is still kind of intact. The left half where we're walking right, or next to us is mostly gone. Hmm. You would almost wouldn't be able to tell that there was a road here.
0: Where were the homes?
1: The homes were right over here. So they lined this street and they lined the street that's over here.
0: And that birch tree was either in someone's yard or shows how old it is.
1: Yep. So uh, they d- I mean, they did plant some trees. Okay um it's hard to tell which ones
0: maybe that spruce that's probably like 15 years old 20 years old how long ago was the town here
1: so it was built in the 1950s yeah and then became nothingness in 1991 okay and there's mounds now we're walking over the road you can kind of see how the earth over here has pushed it up
0: there's agates in there
1: Could be. If you look closely, you'll start seeing signs of the sewer system. Wow. Which, oops, I just tripped over. Okay, right here, the curb. So you can see the curb that used to be. Yeah, sure.
0: My goodness.
1: It's just, it's a really interesting place. It's quiet, peaceful. Now this is what I think is cool. We're standing in the middle of the road, and in the middle of road with the middle of the road with us are these 10-year-old trees or so? Yeah. That have completely gone up in right road. in the middle. Like that's pretty much the center line right there. Man, this has even changed since I was here last year. More of it's even gone now. So if this is something you want to see, it'll definitely be something you want to visit soon. And I remember when I was a kid, there was still, the street signs were still up. Really? I think over time, people people stole those pretty quick. Yeah. Well, we moved to Silver Bay in 1992. Okay. So the town was pretty freshly gone. So this is, so back then this, I mean, the streets were streets, the, everything was still there. The foundations of the houses, the yards were still kind of intact.
0: Yeah.
1: And now I can't even see over to the other side, which you could have, you used to be able to see over to the other street really easily from here.
0: Yeah, you get the sense that something happened here, but if you didn't know, you'd think maybe it was just part of an old parking lot or something.
1: For the plant, yeah. Alright, so we just finished walking what remains of the two streets, well really now let's face it, one and a half of and Harbor, and that's it.
0: Hey, cool. I like it. I learned something new today. A town once existed here that... It's no longer here.
1: And did you know that the North Shore actually has about a dozen ghost towns?
0: Jay, you need to just... I need to spend more time (laughs) learning from you, Jay, instead of Uh, talking so much.
1: I think we're going to do an entire Halloween episode. Cool. Ghost towns of the North Shore.
0: Yes. Yeah, I'm getting hungry.
1: All right. I know a place we can go to eat. Let's do it. Okay. here we go
0: exploring the north shore with joe and jay is brought to you by cascade vacation rentals with the largest selection of privately owned vacation rental homes and cabins on minnesota's north shore of lake superior from duluth to the canadian border use the promo code podcast to get the biggest discount currently available on your next day with cascade vacation rentals book online at www.cascadevacationrentals.com Or by phone at 888 868 2972. Some exclusions do apply. All right, Jay, just pulling in now here off Highway 61 into this uh, Malt Pizza Subs Bakery Espresso. Kind of got it all. Uh, Apparently, he also has the post office here in Schroeder.
1: That's a small town for you. So, yes,
0: it's it's a beautiful. Kind of an old barn, log cabin-looking type structure, and we are gonna go in here and get some food, which sounds perfect for me right now. And how about you? I'm hungry. Yeah, cool. Well, let's go check it out. See, right. see what this is all about.
1: Not calling your name. No, I'm not a big nacho person. What about a
0: quesadilla? Right.
1: I do like quesadillas.
0: Quesadilla in a mall? There's a cheese quesadilla. A sub oh, in a, a cheese. Yeah. What about a wrap in a mall?
1: What kind of malts do they have?
0: Chocolate.
1: Look on the back. What about
0: there you pizza? go.
1: I said calzone. You seem to poo-poo that. No, no. <laughs> Vanilla, chocolate, caramel, mint, and strawberry are the flavors of malt.
0: I'll get a chocolate, malt, and a uh, um, sub.
1: You're going for the sub?
0: Or I don't know. What are you getting? I
1: don't know. You said quesadilla. Now that I kind of, that, that mm. did speak. Or do I want a calzone? It could be a pizza or a calzone. They're the same price.
0: Let's get a pizza and eat off of it.
1: Do you want to just share a pizza? Yeah. Okay, what do you like?
0: You like pineapple, you said? Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. Hawaiian pizza? Yeah. A chocolate malt?
1: <laughs> I'm going to get a strawberry malt. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> All
0: right, Jay, so when I said pizza malt subs uh, bakery. <laughs> bakery espresso. It's actually the Schroeder Baking Company, just to clarify for the yes. business name. I mean, just, you know, for the record and it's so a- forth. Uh, but uh, that's what it's called, and it's just a nice family-run business right next to Lamb's Resort, right off the highway here in the community of Schroeder. Schroeder. Happens to be named after Lumber Baron John Schroeder, Jay. I know you're the one with all the knowledge, but I thought I'd drop that on you and see. see Some what- things you
1: can read <laughs> off the script. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, all right. (laughs) Well, there's about uh, 220 people that live in this little community here on the shore, and it's, I guess, kind of the first town, if you will, in Cook County along the shore.
1: So the actual Cook County line was just before Taconite Harbor, which of course doesn't exist anymore. So Schroeder is your gateway to Cook County. Yep.
0: You're here. You've arrived. You
1: have arrived. And this is home to the... uh, what's the building next door?
0: Cross River Heritage Center.
1: Cross River Heritage Center. Great place to stop into if you want some history on the area.
0: Yeah, and they do events in the summer, too. Mm -hmm. I know they had a book reading there uh, just last night, as a matter of fact, with a local author. And so there's all kinds of things that happen there. Community events, but that would be interesting to people from outside the area.
1: So definitely check them out. And we're just waiting on our pizza and our malt now. And then we are going to carry on back on the road.
0: Cool. (laughs) Look at that. Canadian bacon. This is like freaking awesome. That's a, Pardon my There's a lot of enthusiasm, but.
1: A lot of toppings on that. I mean, it's a Hawaiian pizza, so it has Canadian bacon, pineapple, cheese. But there's a lot of cheese. Wow. It's very cheesy.
0: Okay, right. you're first, Jay.
1: We have our malts. Here I gotta move. There we go. I got malts. I want this. one. I want this is the most
0: excited I've been since the candy shop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so food is what you're saying makes you happy. Evidently. Ah. Oh, yeah. This is gonna be good. I understand now why they gave us a fork and a knife.
0: Mm-hmm. And a napkin.
1: <laughs> right, biting in. Okay. Oh, it's hot.
0: Mm-hmm. Tread carefully.
1: It's, it's piping hot just out of the oven.
0: Handmade, Jay. This is good. Friendly and quick and efficient.
1: Well, yeah. They brought our malts right out to us at the picnic benches.
0: I'm very pleased with how mm. this all worked out.
1: And this whole meal, two milkshakes, and I would mm-hmm. say medium sized pizza,
0: mm-hmm.
1: 25 bucks. Nice. All right, Joe, that was a good, good lunch. Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. Thank you, Jay, And for, um, for the suggestion of Schroeder Baking Company.
1: Yeah, that was good. So mm-hmm. good pizza, good food, decent prices.
0: I'm totally content once again.
1: Yes, so that was, that was basically our dinner because we've we're getting pretty late in the day here but we have a little bit left to do so let's continue on and next we're heading up to Tofty. Yeah all right let's go make
0: our way up the shore. Mm. What's the deal with the cross?
1: Okay so you will see a historic marker this way sign take a right off highway 61 you're gonna drive down a little ways. it's right up here. Mm. yeah there it is. And this will take us to Father Baraga's cross. Now, Father Barraga was a Catholic priest, and he would come to the Great Lakes region to basically do missionary duties. But he did, yeah. he did more than just, like, trying to convert the natives. He was actually um, helping out with medical needs and food needs and other things that they needed. He would mm-hmm. help provide that. hmm so, in 1946, he heard that there was possibly an epidemic in Grand Portage, and he felt he was needed up there. So, he decided to make the 40-mile trek from the Apostle Islands, where he was, to Grand Portage. And he decided, rather than go around the way, he would cut across, hmm. you know, on the lake. Yeah. Which, of course, has its uh, risks to it, I guess. And that was exactly what happened, was the thing that you fear the most when you are on a 40-mile trek across Great, across Lake Superior in a boat, mm-hmm. a sudden storm swelled up, and it was just very violent. You know, we, we see those. They come out oh, of yeah. nowhere, yep. toss you around a bunch, and he thought he was going to die, as most people would in that situation, mm-hmm. but he didn't. He actually made it across the lake. The storm kind of let up, and right when it let up, he sailed into the area that is now the Cross River, mm-hmm. and he was so grateful for you know being spared and his he was still living and he was able to go do what he came up here to do. He erected this wooden cross on the site. So he I don't know, I guess he probably cut down a tree or something. Yeah. And he just braved a storm on Lake Superior. What do you do? You cut down a couple trees and make a cross. Okay. And then he carried on doing his duties. Well that cross was later converted into this granite cross, which we can see right over here. Yeah. I'm gonna walk out there a little bit here. And that cross stands here today as the story of how the Cross River got its name. And of course, kind of, you know, a little bit of history on the early days of this area. You can just, you know, it would take you days to get around the lake the long way. Mm-hmm. Now you can probably a half a day drive. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that wow. is the story of Father Burrard's Cross. Again, it's just another quick, easy, kind of cool historic side trip you can take. And there's this nice, um, public area here and the river flows in
0: over here this is this is very inviting for sure
1: very very picturesque so Mm -hmm. a nice public beach area picnic benches check out the cross maybe have a picnic
0: and the falls are right up above so just past the falls is where we turn to come down into here so you're going
1: to kind of cross the bridge and you'll see the sign you saw one we saw the sign Mm -hmm. and yeah you just swing a right drive down what was it not even a quarter mile yep and there it is cool And so that is Father Baraga's cross and pretty much the end of Schroeder. So let's get going. Okay,
0: cool. All right, Jay, now we're back on the road and uh, we are coming up on Tofty. Tofty is the next town on the shore, not too far past Schroeder, actually, and named after a village in Norway, hmm. wouldn't you know?
1: That makes sense, since we're all Scandinavian up so, here. So,
0: Tofty, Norway, and it's uh, a little bit bigger than Schroeder, not much, 260 plus, 200 between approximately 265 at the last census, so that's the number of people, small little town on the North Shore. Happens to have a number of places to eat that mm. are pretty well known. Uh, Coho Cafe is is well known, yep. certainly. There's a cool little market over here on the left. Uh, actually, I should maybe point out, too, that we just went past Sawtooth Outfitters, a place to yep. uh, rent some gear or purchase some gear. A lot of people get their canoes for boundary water strips from them that are going up. Uh, anywhere in this area, caribou or sawbill area. So uh, a number of cool things. They also do kayak rentals. And this is a kind of a popular outdoor recreation hub, Tofty. It's got kind of an outdoor vibe going it's, on. It's
1: not a big town where a lot of people live, but it's where a lot of things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, Bluefin Bay is here and, you know, Bluefin Grill. Yep. And just, you know, a lot of, it's actually very active. Like today there's people walking and yeah, kind of hanging out.
0: Yeah. So it's a little busier than Schroeder and a little more, of a scene happening here so a pretty cool place and uh, let's just keep rolling up to the next town of Lutzen
1: Okay so the next town we're coming up to is Lutzen and actually before we even hit the town the thing most people know Lutzen for is up here on our left that big old sign is telling us we are passing Lutzen Ski Resort
0: Yes uh, indeed now the season goes into May, Jay, as oh. you uh, have been sharing that it's the ski season is December to May almost. Now.
1: You can for two weeks this past year in May, ski and golf. In on, the, on the
0: same day <laughs> on
1: the Same yes.
0: day. and people were and it's oh. uh, so that's something to keep in mind but definitely uh the hot spot no you know no pun intended there in the winter <laughs> that is where a lot of people go
1: Yes. Yeah, so you can ski there in the summer it is still a bit of a recreation area there's the alpine slide we're gonna have to do that someday yeah yeah that's cool. another episode for sure um and they also have a scenic gondola but again it's not right off the highway so we're gonna keep going We're going to come in here to the town of Lutzen, which we're just pulling into now. It's another unincorporated community within Cook County. Um, Population of this one's only 190, which when I looked it up kind of surprised me because I picture Lutzen being the biggest town.
0: I would have thought that too. Nope.
1: Turns out it's Stofty. All
0: right. Interesting.
1: Um,
0: So what's the, uh, what would you... Think about Lutzen if you were just passing through for the first time.
1: I think if you're hungry, if you haven't already eaten, you know, we have a few options up there. You know, we got Coho and Tofty, and we have the Schroeder Baking Company in Schroeder. If you haven't stopped there and you're getting hungry and it's before two o'clock, there's the lock port. So it's like a gas station, it looks like a gas station, but it's actually a really good restaurant they're, they're pretty well known yeah
0: breakfast is extraordinary there
1: <clears throat> yep and that's pretty much all they serve they have breakfast and a, kind of a light lunch menu mm-hmm. um, but if you're you're up here for a while definitely hit them up for breakfast at some point uh clear view up here on the left is the first gas station you're going to come to out of well there's the holiday back in uh, tofty but this is kind of a cool general store kind of old-school feeling gas station mm-hmm. very nice place you can get your fishing license there and bait and some bait they so, got
0: leeches there Jay. yes
1: they do they have them in the ponds and everything this is Tubs. important stuff to know yeah
0: we're
1: gonna do your fishing episode someday <laughs> all Don't right you worry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're coming up here to fish then definitely check out clearview and you know of course Cascade Vacation Rentals is. I was gonna say, what's that large (laughs) building back there? So that is my employer. I don't work there though, so you know, can't can't swing by there to see me. Mm. I'm in the other office. But that's pretty much what the town of Lutzen is. Okay. Not a whole lot here. There it's it's pretty well known for the ski resort, but the actual town is just pretty small, but it's very nicely kept up. Very cute. Fika coffee just came in not too long ago. Coffee
0: shop. Totally Fika coffee. Locally owned. Uh, The owner travels and uh, gets beans, roasts them right there. And so it's uh, become a pretty popular
1: spot. Definitely.
0: Fika coffee. Lutzen to me, Jay, has kind of an artist vibe to it. Mm -hmm. I know uh, maybe that's just because I know a few people in town in Lutzen that are pretty well-known artists, but it's just always struck me as a pretty artistic community yep
1: I feel like it's very vibrant like when I did work in the Lutzen office I loved walking you know across that wooden boardwalk in front of the office you're know, just going down to the post office was, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of gives you this good kind of old towny feel very nice I love it there
0: yeah do kind
1: of miss working down there although I don't miss the commute from Grammar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah and and it's you know very much uh, also if you're On the west end of the county in the winter, as we were saying, Jay Lutzen is just kind of known for ski hill. I mean, Lutzen tofty like in the winter, is a is a busy place. Yep. In a good way.
1: And now I'm going to cut you off here because the moment we have been waiting for.
0: What is it? What is it?
1: Right up here on the right. Take a look. What? Swings! (laughs) Jay, make a
0: turn. Put your blinker on, please. I'm already
1: blinkering. Okay, Okay, so here we go. We've been waiting for this since episode one. It is now episode three. Nobody's even on them. There's nobody here. This is great. So we have finally found...
0: So this is what... This is just this little community park. And you totally knew. In fact, you
1: probably knew all along. I knew all along. This is where we're going to end up for the swings. All right, swing. And they're like legit swings. Oh yeah, these are big swings. You're not gonna break them. They're in a public park. This is awesome. I I thought we'd encounter swings earlier than this, but I I did know that if we didn't, we had this moment, Joe. Okay,
0: well, I am finally, what a day.
1: (laughs) What a day. This
0: podcast has all come together. (laughs) It's like a documentary film with a perfect ending.
1: Yeah, so this is uh, Grandview Park. It's a public park. There's lots of stuff to do around here. Sweet. But most importantly for you right now,
0: Swing.
1: Swings. Swings. All right, here we are. I'm out of here, Jake. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know what? Okay, so forget the, you know, scenic views. Forget the historic places. Forget everything. If you're here to swing, this is the place.
0: Hey. All right. Yeah.
1: It's been how many years?
0: Uh, ever... It feels it's a lifetime. That's just phrase it that way. Okay. I mean, I can't even remember, the, I, I have more anxiety about this than <laughs> I do the adventure park in Silver Bay.
1: <laughs> all all right. right.
0: Oh, these are nice swings.
1: I'll let you have that one. Okay. Switching. I'll see you at the top, Jay. So this is weird, because I feel like these are too tall for kids, but all right, I'm gonna put this down. We're uh, going for it. Here we go. Awesome! Can you with you?
0: These are the best swings ever. <laughs> this is the best day ever.
1: Watch, like everyone we know be driving past right now. <laughs> what the...
0: My life is complete. Oh my
1: God, I'm so high.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Jay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. Mine sounds like it's dying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look to your left. There's a sailboat on the lake.
0: That's nice. why I this
1: clearing in the trees and it's awesome!
0: Only on the North Shore! Can you swing and see a sailboat? Alright, thanks Jay. I owe you for this. Alright,
1: you have fun. i me to go back. Just call me when you're done.
0: Okay, pick me up tomorrow. <laughs> How do I stop?
1: Go. Yes. There's a legit sailboat right there It was yeah. going right through that clearing in the trees nice Definitely Perfect moment There you go You got on your swings
0: um, The podcast is complete Thanks right. for listening
1: everyone You have a great day everyone I'm signing off <laughs> Joe so you've got your swings in
0: I feel I'm I feel like a new fulfilling. person or just either just never felt better in my life, Jay.
1: But I have to ask, we built up this whole swinging experience to be such a big deal. How was it? It was great. Good. It was incredible. All right. It
0: flying through the air. What more do you want <laughs> for no charge on an immaculate day on the North Shore?
1: For the record, we both chickened out and did not do that thing where you go super high and then you jump off. So I think that's uh, reserved for people a little more younger and spryer.
0: I now know why my mother would not be enthusiastic about that. It seemed really terrifying,
1: actually. <laughs> you know, I, growing up, I knew a kid who, like, legit broke his arm in three places doing that. Yeah, of so, course yeah.
0: someone would do that. That's what would happen.
1: When you're a kid, I feel like you can break your arm in three places and you'll recover. As an adult, I think it would require a little more.
0: <laughs> and, like, forms and payments. <laughs>
1: And Bad lost thing. work yeah. and insurance claims. And let's just not do it. so. We didn't do it, but we did swing. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And now we're driving. There's a bit of a stretch here between Lutzen and Grammary. We're gonna come up here in a few minutes to an area known as Cutfrace Creek. There's a little lookout over here. You can see the Grammarie, the point of Grammarie. But that 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 pretty much wraps it up. This is a great place to stop if you have to go to the bathroom.
0: I once met the people who were the caretakers of this place
1: really i didn't know this place had caretakers it did
0: a a lovely couple in their 80s who have since retired and now they kind of are looking there's various volunteers who take care of it but they dedicated like 10 years or something to just every day they came down they lived up the road they're wonderful people
1: wow that's kind of cool so they like emptied the garbage cleaned the bathrooms made everything look nice. exactly
0: that's nice every day all summer they did it and they loved it
1: That's awesome.
0: And it's still looking pretty good from what I can see down here right now. So,
1: you know, sometimes you you don't realize the distance between Lutzen and Grand Marais and you're like, I really have to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Perfect spot for it. Plus it's pretty, you know, there's a nice little beach down here and nice stop. but we're not going to stop because at this point it is getting rather late. We've been on the road. Since very early this morning.
0: You're holding up well, Jay. I just wanna um, let you know that.
1: I'm I think I need a nap, but it's it's like only an hour and a half to my bedtime. Yeah. So it's,
0: Grind through it
1: then. Yeah. We're just gonna go. I'm mean, gonna we're going home. Uh we're not gonna include grammaray in this, because obviously we will do a day in grammaray at mm-hmm. some point. We're also gonna we'll head up to the gunflint up the gunflint trail for another episode. We might even head up to like Grand Portage for an episode. So more road tripping. But for this particular road trip series, this is it.
0: Jay, I've had a great time with you and I'm taking this candy with me.
1: (laughs) That's a great way to wrap it up, Joe. So from Brighton Beach in Duluth to we are now rolling into Grand Marais. Thank you for joining us in the first three episodes of Exploring the North Shore with Joe and Jay.
0: Had a great time, thank you so much.
1: So next week, we're gonna be doing something a little more challenging. More challenging than swings? Actually, there might be some swings involved. Oh, cool. Look forward to it. Stay tuned. We'll be back next week. See you later.